Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. We are going back to First Chronicles. <laughs> We're going to chapter 17 today, and we are looking at verse 20. It is such a powerful reminder that there is no one like God. First Chronicles 17 verse 20 says, Lord, there is none like you. We have always known that you alone are God. <sighs> I love this verse. I love this verse because it's um, in the context of King David praying a prayer of thanksgiving. And I'm actually going to back up and read verses 16 through 19. Then King David went to the tent of the Lord's presence, sat down, and prayed. I am not worthy of what you've already done for me, Lord God, nor is my family. Yet now you are doing even more. You have made promises about my descendants in the years to come, and you, Lord God, are already treating me like a great man. What more can I say to you? You know me well, and yet you honor me, your servant. It was your will and purpose to do this for me and to show me my future greatness. And then he says, Lord, there's none like you, and we've always known that you alone are God. I love that... This is David's response to um, this is David's response to a message that God sent to him through Nathan the prophet. Um, so when David found out that he um, well, David wanted to build God a temple, right? He was um, he felt like he shouldn't be living in a beautiful palace while God's covenant, the Lord, the Lord's covenant box was in a tent. And so David was going to build this temple for God. And God tells the prophet Nathan to tell David he can't build the temple for him because he has shed too much blood. But he also said to tell Nathan that he's going to do great things through his um, through his not ancestors because those are the ones that come before us but through his prodigy through his children through his his legacy his family um, I know there's a word that I can't get to <laughs> in my brain but I'm sure you know what I'm trying to say um, and so after Nathan tells David that he can't build the temple but God's going to do great things through his lineage um that's David's response to go and sit down in the tent of the Lord's presence and pray and to pray a prayer of gratitude and I think it's so interesting that God's answer to David is no (laughs) no you can't build the temple um but his answer is also but I'm going to build great things through you and there's going to be this amazing dynasty through you and in essence not that I don't think David understood this um, at the time, but this is the prophecy of Jesus coming through David's lineage. And so, um, because God says, um, God says, I will put him in charge of my people and my kingdom forever. His dynasty will never end. And we know that that's part of the prophecy of Jesus. And so I just love David's response to worship God, even though the answer is no. And to me, that's a huge part of what it means when the Bible talks about David having a heart for God. So pause and reflect. What are your responses when God tells you no? (laughs) And we'll be right back. 
So I don't know about you, but when God tells me no, my response is usually to whine and complain. (laughs) But I'm working on that. (laughs) This is such a good model for us when King David's response to being told no that he can't build the temple is to talk about how great God is and how grateful he is to God. And granted, granted, um, in God's no, he's also telling David that he's going to do great things to the people to come but that's not that's not that's not what's happening to David in the moment you know and and a lesser person a lesser person than David would have been upset about not building the temple and having that be part of his legacy and so I want us to be really I want this to be a good um, lesson about how to grow in God. I want us to be really mindful the next time that God tells us no, when we're asking him for something or when we want to do something, even when it's something for God, when God tells us no, I want us to remember, to remember this text. I want, you know, I would even encourage you to go to 1 Chronicles 17 and read the first um, 20 verses, even read the whole chapter. Um, it's only 27 verses. And be mindful. Be mindful that God has a purpose when he tells us no to our prayers or no to our dreams or our goals or our aspirations. God has a purpose. And we need to trust him and we need to trust his love for us and we need to operate out of his purpose. And we need to remember that there is no one like God. Because when we are able to remember that, then we are able to be bold and courageous for him and we are able to praise him even when he's not answering prayers the way we want him to answer them. And a lot of times in our holiest hot mess lives, we're going to hear no. (laughs) At least we can know that we're hearing no from a God who adores us and has our best interests at heart. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, help us in our holiest, hotness lives when we hear no as an answer to our prayers. Help us to recognize that you are God alone and that there is no one like you and that you do have plans to prosper us and to give us a future and hope so that when you tell us no, you have purpose in the no and it is not to hurt us or to harm us or to hold something from us. Help us to worship and praise you even in the midst of the nose. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray this is a blessing for you. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe, and that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies of how to live your holiest, hot, mess life. God bless.